Welcome to the Border Life Podcast, episode number 113. I'm Austin Blaylock. And I'm Jason Buckwitz. And welcome to the Border Life Podcast, episode number 113. How are you doing, man? I'm uh, I'm doing okay. That's good. Doing okay. Living the, living the dream as usual, you know. Yeah. Doing my thing. Same. Um, I, we'll just, you know, you want to dig right in? Yeah. Cool. What have you been up to? Uh, um, last night I, well, okay. So last night was kind of a double bladed sword. Um, okay. It was bittersweet. So I had the gong show last night, which is, ooh, excuse me, my favorite show to do in San Jose. It's very fun. It's a game show. I've, pro- I've talked about it on here twice before. Wait, if you remember from previous podcasts, the first time I did the gong show, I had no idea what it was. And I got up there and had what was at that time, the best set of my life. Still the second best set I've ever done in my life. I killed. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, second time I went up there, I got gonged within probably like 30 seconds, maybe a minute, because they thought I was going to tell a sexist joke. I wasn't. So that was kind of bullshit. Um, and this time was my third time going up. And it was bittersweet also because my friend Selma, who I met this summer, she's a very good friend of mine now. We're like, uh, people have noticed that we like go to all of our shows together. We go to open mics together. So like, we're like a, like we refer to as like a comedy duo or squad, which I guess there's a lot of in the Bay area. Like everyone's like, like in tiny little groups. And it was, so it's cool that we got recognized as one of those groups and we're like notable for that. Mm. Um, but she's moving back to LA cause she goes to school there. So this was the last time we were going to hang out before she moves back there. Oh, um, bummer. Uh, it's like, I mean, she'll come back in December and I'm going to go down and do a couple shows that she runs in LA. That's cool. Um, and we're just, yeah, we're just going to keep like, obviously keep like talking and everything. Cause she's fucking great. I and she's, meet her. she, well, I mean, she leaves on Saturday. So I mean, come to LA with me then. Yeah. I, um, I really will. Yeah, cool. She's the fucking bomb, dude. She's so funny. She's way funnier than me. It sucks. Um, but I was going to be late to that show, and we always go... I met her at this one open mic in San Jose that happens before the gong show every week called Cafe for Scotty. Gong shows once a month, just so you know. Um, but So I wasn't going to make it for Scotty because I had work that day, so I said, hey, can you sign me up for the gong show, please? Um, she said, sure, and then... Um, she texted me and was like, okay, I signed you up for 10th. Hope that's cool. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, but turns out um, a couple people had made this mistake where the judges were listed as the first three on there. So when I thought I was going 10th, I was actually going 7th. Mm-hmm. So I was standing outside. I went outside at like number six and I was like, I'm going to go like just kind of compose myself and put together my set so that when I go up there, I'm all good. Um, and then like I'm just like starting to think about my set and I'm standing outside and I hear, up next, Austin Blaylock. And I was like, what? So I sprinted inside and had to run up onto the stage. And the only thing I could think in my head was just like, just be as confident as possible, I guess. Like, here we go. And first joke, I didn't do the punchline for. I glossed right over it just because I was so like, oh, uh, let's put wow. it together in your head real quick. How does that work? So you just said the setup and then moved on to the next joke? Yeah, because it flows well. It, like, it would flow. It's it Basically, without that punchline, it becomes a longer setup to the second joke. Oh, okay. So that sucked. Oh. Um, and then, you know, I got gonged, which is, uh, fine for that one. It was like fucking deserved. Um, I was also like, no, it sucked cause no one was getting laughs that night. So it wasn't super fun. So wait, um, that was the other, the last time or yesterday? This was yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, and it was great cause like the crowd can gong, like they'll chant go, go, go. Like when they want you to get gonged. So like you have to like, 
it's it's horrible. It's that part sucks, but it's really fun to do. Um, and it makes you it makes you good because you got to trim the fat off your jokes. I also love watching people who go like, "No, I'm not going up there tonight, man." Blah blah. blah and give all these reasons, and I'm like, "Fuck you, man. Just get up." So did those like, people go 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 to you? Uh, yeah. When they I got gonged for it, yeah. Uh. So, um, the comedian judge was trying to get them to let me finish, which or get them to let me finish, which was nice because he's seen me, I guess, and he likes me. And the guy who hosts the show says a lot of nice things about me too, which is cool. Um, but. And he, uh, well, I'll tell you this off mic, but something else, but it's really cool. Um, and yeah, it's still, it was such a fun night. Oh, I have another really good story to tell. Um, I tried something. I got some some good stories too. Cool. So I got gonged, um, but it was awesome because Selma last time fucking killed. And then this time no one was getting laughs. So when Selma wasn't, I was like, okay, so it's not just me. Like, cause she's great. And if she's not getting laughs, the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and they started chanting gong. They're like, go, go, go. And she just went, fuck you. And like, pointed at them and then kept going. And I was like, holy shit, dude, <laughs> that was the fucking most badass thing I'd seen. Um, and it's something that I did the first time I was on the gong show that happened where they were chanting gong because I was getting to a political joke and I went fucking wait. <laughs> like, and then I told my joke and then I fucking, it was great. Um, and so I was just like, fuck, that's like almost the key is when they start chanting gong to just go like, oh, well, fuck you, yeah. like, and move on that way. So fortunately, I got gonged. It was the last time I was going to see Selma, which was a bummer. Well, for now that I was going to see Selma, which was a bummer. But it was still really fun. I was so happy that I got like that. That was the show that we got to like finish off with, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that happened to me last night. Um, and for doing the gong show, because the. Mighty Mike, who I very, I love. He's one of the coolest dudes. He's such a great poet. He's hilarious. And he runs that show. And he's mm-hmm. just so fucking cool. And Tom, who also like does sound and stuff, is great too. Um, but he <laughs> he gave me, as a prize, because, yeah, because he likes me, he gave me, he had bought this picture that was in a frame for the frame at a thrift store, but can't figure out how to open it and get the picture out. So he's like, so just here, have it. And it's just like a picture of this like like woman from like the seventies wearing like a flannel shirt tucked into her like high waisted jeans leading on like a chair, and so now I just fucking have that. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice, nice gift. I know. Well, I'll keep it forever for sure until my house gets even more haunted from it, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so now I'll pass the mic to Jason. What's up? <laughs> do you have another story? Well, I do, but we'll bounce off. Oh, that way it's not just like top half austin second half jason we'll, we'll mix it up you know okay like oh. a good mixtape you chewing on ice did i catch you off guard yeah you did catch me off i guard. love chewing ice man is that a dunkin donuts thermos yes you were becoming quite the dunkin donuts fan uh i guess that could be my story today i wrote out to dunkin donuts on my Ooh, break in half work. moon break or half moon bay in half moon bay you guys a, took a half moon break it was a lovely ride <laughs> yeah. Ooh, because you get that three hour break today right yeah, yeah dollar yeah. dollar bills y'all so i rode out to half moon bay cruising that's what it sounds like for how long uh like takes like 20 minutes 30 okay minutes. so imagine 20 minutes of that folks yeah i'll loop it for you yeah um 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay so he's at dunkin donuts um yeah i went to dunkin donuts got me a nice thermos there because uh well, I couldn't carry the iced coffee on my motorcycle yeah. back with me, so I had to get a thermos. It was a last-minute thing. I got there, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, uh, I guess I'll just buy this thermos also. It's a cool thermos. Yeah, I guess I'll have it forever. It'll be my designated Dunkin' Donuts thermos. Double D. That's what we're going to start calling you, dude. Um, please don't. Um, he was my favorite Ed Ed Nettie. <laughs> 
Uh, well, besides, well, of the Eds. He yeah, was very nice. Favorite. I got some blueberry munchkins. I don't know what that is. This is what they call donut holes. Oh, donuts. They munchkins? Them, call them munchkins, yeah. Isn't that derogatory? Yeah. Towards it is. munchkins? Mm-hmm. Or members of the lollipop guild, as I call them. Why do you call them that? Because, <laughs> you know, from Wizard of Oz, the little uh, munchkins at the beginning who are like, yeah. we represent the lollipop guild. Whoa, that's old. It's way worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> just calling them munchkins. <laughs> But I'm um, like, oh, yeah, there's one of those lollipop guilds in my class. And people are like, uh, <laughs> you mean a little person? And I'm like, they're yeah, not yeah. people. Like, yeah, 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 whatever. You know, God's punchlines. Um, <laughs> yeah, Road on Half Moon Bay was a great ride, a lovely ride. Um, beautiful day. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful? Um, yeah. Okay. So I got some Dunkin' Donuts, got it in my little thermos. Um, you got the thermost out of that purchase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, There's a drum kit right there. <laughs> and then just uh, rode to the beach and ate them on the beach, dude. You ate the munchkins on the beach? Yeah. By yourself? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was nice. I've been meaning to. I can't because I'm filming something next Monday, but on Mondays I have such a long break between my classes. Mm-hmm. To give you guys some perspective, it's from uh, 11.45 to 7 p.m. <laughs> I'm not going to just like fucking go home because that's like a, a – it would be a waste of gas. Yeah. Um, but uh, Santa Cruz is pretty close. I could – jet right out there in like 20 minutes 20 probably i guess maybe no traffic maybe. 20 maybe 30 it's midday figured i would just yeah, go to the beach cool. sink my feet in some sand or one day you should go the opposite direction go up to san mateo and we could have lunch i totally could that'd be fun that would be really fun yeah <laughs> one of these days just let me know I'm one of those mondays guy. yeah yeah i will that'll be cool man we'll do that yeah um so you went to half moon bay yeah i don't know that's what i that's what i did today cool um yeah yeah uh here's another story how about cool because <laughs> that one was kind of lame it depends on who you ask well we're not gonna ask because i think everybody's gonna think it's lame. if you we're asking you folks so why don't you <laughs> take to our twitter again <laughs> anyway um so the other night i like r- pulled into the gas station to film a motorcycle up with gas uh-huh Motorcycle life's a great life, by the way. I'm having a ball with it. Yeah, you seem like you're very happy. Every, um... I fucking hate you for it. Every, <laughs> uh, every day, it's like, it's just fun to ride. It's you seem, fun. like, when I, I saw it downtown the other day, I thought about taking a picture of me in front of it, because you weren't there, and I was like, <laughs> where the fuck is this guy? And I thought about taking a picture of me in front of your bike and sending it to <laughs> That'd you. That'd be funny. I thought, and then I was like, dude, I should put on the helmet and send him a picture of me wearing it. That'd but, be even funnier. Um, I'd, be so, I'd make me laugh so hard, dude. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, a lot of stuff happened. Did we have a podcast last week? No, unfortunately. That was my fault. I can explain it to everyone right now. My uh, grandmother's funeral was unfortunately last week, and then on this month i've just had stuff going on yeah it's totally um, fine so. totally fine i just couldn't remember so and this week it's late yeah because we oh no we did to... have one last week we've this one is this would be the one that's missing but this is just gonna go up tonight wait are you sure no we missed two not in a row no we missed we missed one then we did one then we missed one now it's this one i think no the one we missed was if we release this one we won't have missed a week still it'll just be late right yeah, I know, but didn't we miss last week? No. Oh. We definitely did one. Oh. Yep. Um, okay. Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, sorry this one's late. We're figuring out a new schedule. Yeah. Life's um, just busy right now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I think they're still going to come out on Wednesday, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Okay. 
we just have to figure out a new time to record them. So, anyways, yeah. this one's a little late. Sorry about that. But, anyways, okay. Our bad. Um, what was I? What was I saying? Different story. Oh yeah, I said I had a lot of stories. I said I. Uh, Motorcycle life's a great life. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, which story do I want to tell? Okay, you're so, getting gas. Yeah. Okay. I'll rolled tell into that. the lot in Berkeley. I'll tell that one. No, 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 no. It that, doesn't make that noise. No, Berkeley is a different story. Well, you said you pulled up to a parking lot in Berkeley. No, I didn't. You did. I never said that. Or a gas station. Because I was going to make the joke and then you didn't pull out because that's how you roll. No, I didn't say Berkeley. Oh, maybe I just put that in I there. I think you did. So but like, that's, the other, that's like the other thing I think we could talk about. I have sort of a lot of stuff we could talk about. Cool. Um, I hope mine, well, I hope mine holds up. Mine's like kind of a doesn't make me seem too great okay 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 so i pulled into a parking or a gas station in livermore not in berkeley in livermore and i was filling up my motorcycle with gas and when i pulled in when i when i pulled in i noticed this this lady she was standing at her car getting gas also cool and i like just was looking around and i looked at her and then just rode past her and then like pulled it up to the gas state the gas pump in front of her Uh uh-huh and I got off and started filling up my motorcycle. And I, like, was just looking around and looked back. And she was just, like, staring at me. Whoa. With, like, crazy eyes. Did you have the helmet on still? N- yes, I did. Oh, shit. So I had my helmet on. And I, like, was just, I, like, glanced Thank around. God. And then she was just, like. What time was this? This was at, like, 9 o'clock at night, probably. Okay, so not too late. But late enough. Yeah, maybe it was, like, 8, 8.30. Late enough for it to it be was like a little riffraffy. It was, like, 8.30. She was, like, dressed in, like, business clothes. Okay. She had a nice car. Real businessy um she was business cash yeah and so uh so i like look around i'm like looking around and i like see she's like staring at me i'm like oh shit and i like look away and i'm like well that's like weird um and i'm just like i just like continue like buying my gas and then like and then like she walked up behind me mm-hmm. and then she was like she was like this is a nice motorcycle what what year is it and then i was like oh it's a 2000 and then she was like oh cool like it looks really nice and i was like oh, thanks like yeah thanks it was taken good care of before I she was buy like, the previous Do owners. me on it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, what? No, no. <laughs> and so... Um, Leave the helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Can't she started, like, asking me all these questions about it. And I was like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, whatever. I'm t- I was, like, trying to do something. And so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> just so funny. We have, a, like, a sort of, like, three-quarter size Santa Claus <laughs> in there. And it's... He's not facing us. He's facing the other way, Blair Witch style. And he's just, like, backlit by this single lamp we have. <laughs> it's just when you look at it, it's just fucking creepy. It is creepy. So, anyways, we're, I'm standing there. She comes up behind me. She starts asking me about my motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And then she starts telling me that she has a motorcycle also. Whoa. And I was like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, nice. Like, what kind? I asked her, like, what kind do you have? And then she was like, a Sportster 2011 or something. She just started telling me all this shit about it. It's got heated Whoa. grips and it's got all this stuff. And I was like... I was like, cool, like cool. And what happens when they get too hot, bitch. And I was like, yeah, that's nice. I was like, cool. And then she was like, yeah. She was like, yeah. She was like, we should ride sometime. Whoa. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> my eyebrow just cocked higher than anything could have. Thank God you had your helmet on. If you made the same face, that like, huh? I was like, I was like, I shut her down. I was like, oh no, thanks. Like. <laughs> oh fuck i didn't know what to say and i was like oh i don't like riding with people like and she was like oh why and then i was like 
I was like, just everyone's at different writing levels, and I don't want to feel pressured to do something that I don't feel comfortable doing, and I don't want to pressure anybody into. Yeah, doing like something. you don't want her to like go like, let's hit this jump. Yeah, <laughs> like, or just like I don't want her to feel f- like she has to go faster than she wants to go, mm-hmm. or me vice versa. Like, not that she's gonna go faster than me because I haul ass and she's just, a girl, but you yeah, know, I'm, just, true, I'm true. kidding, I'm kidding. But her bike's but, probably pink in this training wheels. But like, yeah, I just don't want to like. I don't want to ride with somebody. She was, and then she was Some like, "Some things are alone activities." Yeah, and like I ride with people from work, but like even that sometimes sketches me out a little bit, just because it's like they're way better riders than I am. And so yeah, they, they sometimes do stuff that's like kind of crazy, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I'm like far behind them. It's like it's like it's dumb. If you're not all going slow together, then like everybody's at different paces, and it's yeah. just there's not. It's not. It's like driving separate cars to one place. And yeah, it's like, this kind is of. fucking stupid. It's sort of like that. It's a little bit different than that, but sort of is like that but anyway so so she's like asking me like oh you we should go ride together and stuff and she was asking me like have you ever been to this place this place and i was like no like no i haven't i just pretty much ride it to work and like and and then like i don't really go and do those types of things on the weekend so no i haven't been to those places and she was like oh we could go to like reno and like i could take you on this trip like this nice ride and i was like oh yeah like oh that's a long ride like i was like i was just trying to be polite you know but like I didn't want to ride with this woman. This uh, can I ask you how old did she appear? Forty-five. Like a like a good forty-five, or like a you're definitely fucking forty-five. Like a like, I mean, I mean, like, like an I would between of that. Let me say, if it was a dude, would it have been like this is fucking creepy? Uh, I don't know. Okay, probably. <laughs> Cause if a dude would, um, like if the gender roles were reversed, I should say. So if like if, if I you were a girl and he was like, we should go riding, and e- I'm older. Well, fuck, that seems creepier because it's a, a young girl and an older guy. Yeah, I mean, so I'm just saying, like, if that was the situation, would you have felt like? Yeah. Okay, so you made the right yeah. call then. But like, but I feel like it's different because I'm a because I'm a guy. Mm. And she's a, a a lady, like yeah. But that's a reason why I would go like, oh, you get away with this, you fucking yeah, murderer. But murderer? Well, I'm just too turned on to murder right now. Okay, so anyway, so she's trying to I'm get me to go ride with her, about and her. I'm just like, I don't know. And she's like, cool. She was like, could I? I don't exactly remember like how it happened, but can I get your number? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and I didn't know what to say. Um, no, thank you. And so I gave it to her. Oh, okay. And then I wish I just took her number. And said, I'll call you. Yeah. And but then, then okay, but the checkmate of that is like, okay, here, give me, I'll put you, like, <laughs> call me right now so I have your number. And you go like, oh, fuck. Well, that's what, that's what happened was that I gave her my number. And then I was like, I could give her a fake one. But then immediately she texted me. Yep, of course. Yeah, and, that's and a I was checkmate. Like, we live in a world where that doesn't work anymore. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, fuck, a good thing I didn't give her a fake number. That would have been even more awkward. So I awkward. have two cell phones, one for the throwaway people and one that's real. That would have been more awkward than this already is. But when I pull out both, people are like, but you have two. And Why so, is one clearly one to be thrown away? <laughs> and so, um, so, yeah. So she's like, well, she was like, could I have your number? And I was like, oh, I was like, uh, yeah. Do you have something to like write it down with or a phone or something? And she was like, yeah, come with me to my car. I'm like, <laughs> so like that's over. why I was like, man, I like walked over to her car with her still helmet on. Yeah. Helmet's okay. on the whole time. <laughs> Visor down. No, but, no. 
<laughs> visors up, visors up. So like, um, she was like, when you flipped it up, it could, she could have been like Charles Manson. <laughs> no, so visor up, and so yeah, so I was like, um, so I walked over to her car, and then she like got her phone out of her purse, and like, she clearly was like making advances, like she was, tr- she was clearly like, Ooh. like trying mm-hmm. to like, like get me to do. St- like she was leaning on her car and popping her pelvis out. Like, a a, like not like leaning on her car, but like doing like sitting, sort of like open. Oh, okay. Would uh, would she have like? Would she? Did she touch you? No, she didn't okay. touch me. Okay, she didn't touch me. But yeah, she was. She was like sitting. But very, just things that could be interpreted as like this is flirtatious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And she was like telling me like she was like working into the conversation that she's single and like. Mm, okay damn and so so but it got really it got even weirder. my story seems fucking lame it got really it got even weirder and i didn't know how to get out of the conversation and i was sitting at the gas station with this lady for probably 15 minutes which might not seem like that long but it was a long time like we were taking up (laughs) for 15 minutes it's a long time i couldn't talk to someone you don't want to talk to i couldn't get out of it i couldn't get out of it (laughs) somehow she was asking me about like where I lived and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, and like here in Livermore." And she was like, "What?" And you never did those rides, and you've lived here. And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "How long have you lived here?" And I was like, "My whole life." And then she was like, "And you've never done those rides and before?" She was like, and oh I was my like, "God, I gotta take you for a ride." And I was <laughs> like, "No," like, I was like, "I usually go in the language. opposite direction. Like I'm always like going the other way. Like blah blah blah. Just like trying to like be polite, but like I'm also like interested in men. Sort of like sort of like uninterested at the same time. Like that's a hard wind. Like dude, fucking women. You guys are fucking masterful saints for putting up with dudes and being able to sift through all that bullshit and still yeah. appear." Just polite. I applaud you and feel bad for you all at the same time because, okay. like, fuck, you're cool. And so, uh, so, uh, she starts telling, asking me about, like, where I lived and stuff. And I was, she was like, oh, I, I, I'm starting to hate Livermore. And then I was like, well, I was like, oh, I, I like Livermore. Like, why do you hate it? And then she was like, oh, it's like Matchbox City. And I was like, what does that mean? She was like, all the houses that they're building all around here, they all look like Matchboxes. And I was like, oh, they're nice. I was like, I like them. And she was like, I hate them. She was like, you know what they're for, right? And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "They're low. They're low-income housing. Pleasanton and all these cities around us are building low-income housing." And I was like, "Cool." I was like, "Oh, okay." That's good. I was like, "Yeah." I was like, oh. "I was like, oh, I didn't know that that's what they were for." And she was like, "Yeah." She was like, "You know what the governor's doing?" And I was like, "What?" And she was like, he, "The governor just signed a petition to accept ten thousand uh, refugees." And I was like, "Oh, really?" Cool. I was like, "Okay." Uh, I was like, "I don't know what to say to that." And then she was like. Where do you think those refugees are going to go? She's like, you know what kind of refugees they are? They're Syrians. And I was like, Holy and I was shit. like, so she's a murderer. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know. She's like, where do you think they're going to go? And then I was like, I don't know. I I don't know. And she was like, they're they're all going into this low income housing. You know where they're going? Sacramento, Hayward, and Oakland, and probably here also. And I was like, uh, I was like, okay. I just Great. was like, quiet. Are they safe? And then. And then she was like, this is, it's unacceptable if you're asking me. She was like, she was like, <laughs> she was like that. She was like, I'm a Christian, so I don't judge people. <laughs> but. Oh my God. I'm a Christian, so I don't judge people. But. She says that, that line is for God. So remember God. I'm yeah. on your, I don't judge people. But when you say, but he can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck. Syrians, Fuck right? Syrians, right? Yeah, that's basically like, what she was saying. She was like at the ch- at my church. She was like, I I have a veteran friend at my at my church, and and 
he and he and he told me that you know he did he was in war and he knows what they're like and he was like they're animals and he was like and then she started telling me that he told her like kim you gotta be careful you're not you know you're a single woman and you gotta kim yeah <laughs> i don't know her last name kim's a generic name there's only one kim in livermore who rides motorcycles but and she's right here kim come in kim, <laughs> now you drink soup from the shoe <laughs> take, take your top, top off, off. <laughs> Uh, we didn't have any soup, so we just got some dirty dishwater. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Dump it on her head. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm going to pepper that one in. <laughs> uh, oh, was that, was that a laser? Was that a laser beam? That was a laser beam. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pepper that one. <laughs> um, so, Kim starts yeah, telling, me, myself, about, Kim starts telling me about Syrians say. and how they're going to come and how this guy at her church told her that yeah, the Syrians are going to move in animals. and steal her home. And she was like, and he told her not to let them do that to her, and she just started going off about, I was like, dude, holy shit, lady, like, fuck, I just met you, and you're already telling me about... You're revealing that you're a bigot. Yes. <laughs> I did not know how to get out of the situation. I was like, fuck, and all I could think was like, I just gave oh this my lady God, my phone I number. the best thing for I you to say. I was like, fuck, I just gave this lady my phone number. I just gave this lady so my phone number. Fucking shit. And so I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, then she just kept going on and on and on. She Amazing kept bringing up, she happen. kept bringing up new things to say to me. And I was like, oh my, ugh, I don't know what to do. Like, god damn it. She then told me about this time that she was like riding her motorcycle and like the wind lifted her up off the ground and, and like she landed on a Syrian and it was like ten points. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh yeah, you got to be careful and like. So she's showing I'm also thin and lightweight. I didn't know how to – I didn't know what to do, and I finally was able to just be like, okay, I got to go. Good night, and then, like, left and, like – Which gas station was this? This is a Safeway gas station. Okay, so she lives probably close to here. She told me where she lived, and, yeah, she she lives close to me. Okay, well, we will talk about that. Okay, fuck. Um, and you want to know what's really crazy? You want to know what's really crazy? That entire interaction? And I realized this, like – I realized this, like – like 10 minutes into the 15 minutes of talking to this lady hmm. she did this thing where like she like sort of like compl- she like complained about something and like turned it around and like made it like poor me kind of thing and the way that she did it like it sounded so familiar and i was like whoa this is crazy i've heard this lady's voice before and i've i've heard her say this exact thing to me before and try to p- turn something around and like and like play a poor me card and dude, you want to know what's what's really crazy? Is that I think like she went to the tanning salon. No, 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 no. I think like um, last year around Christmas time or Thanksgiving time, I got a call on the phone for Mini Media Productions. Somebody mm-hmm. was calling me and asking me if I could do a job for them, and it was her. Holy shit! It was her, and I and and I told her the price. I was like, she was complaining to me about this thing that she had to do, and like she was like, I got new bosses at work, and they're expecting me to do all this, and I don't do this, and blah blah blah, and I need help. And I was like, and I was like, I was like, I'll I'll help you with whatever you need. Like, the price is this though. And she was like, like, cool. Are you a Syrian? No, she was like, and I was like, the price is this. I was like, for the video, she needed me to make a video, and I was like, if you want me to make film the video, I'll do it for this price, and film and edit, I'll do it for this price. And she was like, she was like, that's too expensive, and I was like, well, sorry, that's the price. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like I can't, I can't do I'm it. not doing anything about I it. I can't do it for less. I was like, I'll answer any questions you have, like right now on the yeah, phone for free. I'll, for free, yeah, I'll try to help you right now if you have Fucking a question. Pro I'll, bono. Yeah, and like, and she was like, uh, she was just like, like the way that she was about it on the phone when I was talking to her again this today or the other day i was like holy shit i think this is the same lady 
I was like, that's crazy. And then she started telling me about what she does. And I was like, this is sounds like what this lady needed help with on the phone. Livermore is a very small place. Yeah, it was it was crazy. The Bay Area is a huge place. But I, I mean, I have like a thing about that even too. But like, it's crazy how the people like that. I just see the same people that I've seen my whole life it just in different pl- and I'm connecting with them in all these weird ways now yeah. and I'm like okay yeah. a little bit I of a never little part of me that this is how it was going to go yeah a little part of me kind of thinks that like she's a stalker um yeah so that was my next question was your helmet on the whole time yeah but the visor was up yeah like so you can see your face could see like because when you said she was like staring daggers at you before and then you said that part i was like she fucking i she definitely probably knew who you were maybe but you could probably see just my eyes because i also had a thing a head sock on so it was like it was like just around my Mm, okay so maybe not but also like but i feel uh, like this part of me is pretty distinct that's the distinct part of you besides the beard glasses and nose ring but you couldn't see my beard because the head sock yeah that's why i said besides beard but you can um, see my hair either because the head sock covers the hair also. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, fuck, dude. I, this I was a, seems like a bad situation. I was like, a, I was like, afterwards, I was like, this was, that was so fucking weird, man. That shit was so weird. Okay, so let me share with you something. I've been listening to this podcast. It's great. I'm going to plug it right now. It's called My Favorite Murder. It is the bomb. Um, and it's just these two uh, women who sit down and every week they each pick a murder that's happened and they talk about it at length and like tell you like how fucking crazy it is and how this happened and really one of the things that i've like learned from the show and one of the things that they kind of champion is they say like fuck politeness every single time someone is getting killed it's because of some shit like this where they're like oh how do i get out i don't want to hurt this person's feelings and that person fucking kills them like fuck being polite like one was like oh this guy knocked on their motel room door and they were like oh what could he need this is weird like go away and he said no and they opened it and he fucking killed them all like Jesus. And it was just random and he just like and he got away with that first one and cleaned it up so it looked like it had been house cleaned like by the housekeepers there mm-hmm. and when they caught him and asked him how he did that he said oh i watched discovery channel this was not very long ago it was just over at like fucking lake barry sm um Whoa, I've been to lake barry SM. yeah well when i listened to that podcast i was driving right by it like literally i was driving past where the exact thing had happened and i was like this Holy is shit. too weird. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. But it's shit like where it's like, fuck politeness. Because, I mean, especially for women, but really it goes for anyone. Because that scenario where it's like, what What if she is? I mean, most people fucking aren't. But also like, but, uh, okay. Yeah. In that scenario where you, like, you were fucking uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And even, even if she's not, she's just an oversharing bigot, you're uncomfortable. Fuck that. Like, as soon as she started with the Syrian thing, I would have been like, you're wrong. You're yeah. dead wrong. Yeah. What the fuck? It, like, I would have just been like, hey, did you also know that when the Holocaust was happening, we rejected all those refugees? I'd rather them just come here and fucking be safe. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, man. It, that is really what it co- came down to was like was me just not wanting to be rude. But and that, and that, but that's a nice – it's a good quality that you have because I like – I also don't want to like be yeah. rude to people and stuff. There's certain things that were like for some reason like there's like – like chinks in my wall and like those certain comments will go through can't say chinks oh shit okay you're talking about bigots and i'm sorry okay there's china men in my wall and uh i think it's also racist okay a chink is a term for a crack in a wall (laughs) folks um there's whole there's little in my steel plate armor there's portions where 
my the chain mail below is exposed yeah and those certain comments will go through and for whatever reason those comments go through it and immediately i go from diplomatic like oh well everyone has opinions to like i have just clubbed you over the head and i fucking hate you okay i have no between yeah so like as soon like in that scenario not that you did you did everything probably right because you were very nice to her but as soon as that happened i would have been like fuck you okay you serious and i would then just like been mean about it too um it which, was there was like a lot of factors, you know, because I had just given her my phone number. Yeah, which is also like, oh shit. And so then I was like, fuck, why did I do that? Did like, you do that after you told her no, you don't like writing with people? Yeah. Okay, okay. She was no, she's not a respectful person. She should have respected that boundary right there. Yeah. Of, I don't like doing fuck, that with. I'm, people. I messed up, man. I I, I messed up. Um, I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have given it to her. I should have just been like, no, no, thank you, or something. You know, live and learn, I guess. But just like, how about I just see you around, and if we're out riding, then cool. Like, yeah. which is very like, no, we won't. Yeah. Um, fuck. Oh, that. I just couldn't say no. I'm glad you're here. I just couldn't bring myself to say no. Right. Really, is what it came down to. It's a hot good because like our whole life, it's like just like. Like, I have friends who are, like, just assume, like, what is that person's struggle and stuff? Like, who, like I have one friend um, who will stop, like, if he sees someone's car on the road, like, with their hazards on, he'll pull over and go, what's wrong? Like, and try to help them, which is cool, except for the fact that we live in a time where people are just getting fucking killed constantly. Yeah. And I don't want to be paranoid also, but, like, just go. Yeah. Like, there's people, trained professionals, <laughs> like, that will help with that. Like, I get, like, I get it. You like you should want to help people, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't teach people not to help people. Right. You should, but also like that scenario. The, it's these scenarios that have to have the asterisk of like you don't always have to do that though. Yeah, you don't always have to be like, what is this? Maybe this woman's really lonely, and she was thinking about going home and killing herself, and your conversation with her really helped her with that. Right. Like you know what? Sometimes it's like uh, I know I'm not the person that has to deal with that. Like no, no yeah. fuck off. Okay. Yeah. Like it's unfortunate. Like I had to have this conversation with a friend. It wasn't like that, but like my therapist talks to me a lot about, she says like, I have a really unhealthy habit of when someone like tells me a problem, I just like take it from them. And I say like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to do this for you and I will help you whatever you need. Um, and when all that, all this stuff has been happening over the last like month, really, it really came to a head those last like what three weeks, I guess, because we're like one week out now. Um, but like she, like she came to me with a problem and I had to say like, I, I don't have time for you right now. Like I don't have Wait, time for this, did? a friend oh. of mine. Um, and I was just like, I don't like, it's not a mean thing, but I can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. Like I really can't. It's fair. And I'm really sorry. And it makes me feel like a bad person to tell you no, yeah. but please understand. And she was fucking great. That's and a she, good person. Yeah. She was just like, I totally get it. I appreciate it though. And I was like, cool. Like, I mean, normally like I wouldn't say fuck, I wouldn't say no, but like, you know, I just can't help you. Um, yeah, but, but it's things like that. See scenario we have, I think people need to be taught scenarios like that. The fuck being polite. Yeah. Because like you, the, you could potentially have put yourself in a situation that was fucking bad. And I don't want to sound like my grandma r.i.p who was just like she constantly thought someone was gonna break in the house and fucking shoot her in the head but like also like you're at a gas station at night and someone's like give me your phone number and it's like uh no how fucking how about no yeah um and i mean if you were a girl and that was a dude it would have probably been like fucking 
totally different. Because yeah. I could have beat this woman's ass, dude, hands down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. So I guarantee you, I'm sure if I needed to protect myself, I'm sure I could. And you're like, and I know because I beat her ass. Because I then, because I then presumed, presumed to, what's the word? I'm I bludgeoned her head in with my helmet yeah. <laughs> attached to my head still. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, I'm it's sure, like, yeah. It's crazy, dude. I, I mean, I definitely like read the situation and like as weird as it was and as creepy as it was, I definitely didn't feel like threatened by her in any way. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? You were like, just uncomfortable. Yeah, it was just like a weird situation that I would have rather not really been in. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't feel like really threatened by it or 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 really scared of. You it, don't. I you mean, know? yeah, but you don't have to feel really any of those things to still ha- not have to be, do them. Yeah, sure, definitely. Right, like, right, right. Yeah. So, no, but, it was a. It was interesting though. It was very. It was very interesting. Yeah. Um. Trying new things. Live to the max. Yeah. The live to the max philosophy would have said that you probably should have gone on that motorcycle ride, which I don't agree with. So, Yeah, I, I, honestly, I I think, like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like th- that lady was looking for something more than just a motorcycle ride. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Fuck. Which is crazy. Um, but, yeah. So, last Friday. Oh, fuck, man. Um, last Friday. I did a show, mm-hmm. um, and it was fun. It was great. You can listen to it on Mutiny Radio. I'm on there. I was on first, too, so you didn't have to wade through it, but it is a really good show. You should listen to the whole thing. Um, I was on the Mutiny Radio My Strange, Ex- My Strange Ex Relationship show. Very fun. It was really cool, um, and it was the night before my grandmother's funeral, so I was in a little bit of a weird place. Um, it should also be noted that I have decided to stop drinking for a month to not because I have a problem or anything, but just because, okay, there's a couple factors in that. Now I want to see how much weight I'll lose just mm-hmm. to see how much weight I've like started to put on from drinking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool, I'll stop drinking and I'll just see if I lose weight. Great. Like it's not going to hurt me to not drink. Yeah. Like fucking cool. And then I also realized that I had to do it because I was talking to someone about it and I said, uh, I don't want to stop drinking because what if I stop and I never want to start drinking again? And as soon as I said that, I went, oh my God, that's the, that would be fucking cool. Like <laughs> th- there's no downside to that. Yeah. Other than like I go out to bars still and go like, oh no, can I just get a water? Yeah. Um, like I was like, oh yeah, I should definitely fucking stop drinking for a month then. Just because of that comment, I was like, oh for sure, I need to, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm afraid of like not resuming, yeah, you should probably fucking stop. Um, so I stopped drinking, and then all this fucking stuff started happening. Um, so I started I've, drinking again. <laughs> nope, nope. I have been very like, nope, not gonna do it. Just, but I'm gonna stick to it, dude. Yeah. Um, but not this isn't even a but. The show that I did. Um, you get paid, they give you like an edible that they make themselves, like a baked weed good, which I don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so they pay you with that and I talked to someone about it and you're they like made, the, you're like this Christian lady, right? I don't judge people, but well, no, the I don't but, do weed, like, but <laughs> I don't smoke. When I say that, I don't, I tell people, Oh, I don't really smoke weed because I will every once in a while. And it just fucks me up so much. Cause I don't. That number one, I'd like to keep it that way so that the couple times that I do do it, it's like fucking more fun because it's a bigger deal. 
Uh-huh. And number two, because I don't want to fucking do it all the time because that's I don't fuck, I, it's fucking dumb. Um, sorry to anyone who smokes every day, but I don't. I just it's just not something that I want to indulge in all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and I've done edibles twice before, and both times it was kind of wild. You got to counterbalance it differently. Um, like less slack on this side. That's anyway, good. whatever. So. Um, and I was talking to someone. I said, "Oh yeah, they pay you in edibles." And then the person said, "Like, oh, you should take that for your grandma's funeral, like as a joke." They told me that, and they're like, "People go to funerals high all the time, right? Good idea." And I thought they were serious. Um, and so I got the edible given to me. It was this little rice krispie treat. And the lady who runs the show, Pam, she's fucking awesome. She's so cool. She's so nice. Um. She was like handing them out. She was like, these are the strongest ones I've ever made, man. Um, so they're going to be really good. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then I was like, well, it's the night before. I don't have anything to do. I feel really shitty and I'm not going to drink. So why don't I just eat this now? And then like I won't be high for the funeral tomorrow. But I'll like have a fun night and I'll watch like a fucking movie and then sleep really well or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which if I was smoking the weed probably would have been the way it went. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But I was not smoking the weed. I was ingesting it. Mm-hmm. Also, so I get in the car and I go, cool, I have about like a 30-minute drive home. I'll eat it right now. And I ate it and then went, I didn't have any dinner. Uh, <laughs> so I And I ate the whole thing, which because I don't do this stuff really, I always seem to neglect the whole like you shouldn't eat the whole thing. You should do like a little bit of it because uh-huh. they're fucking wild. And so I was like, pop the whole thing in my mouth because it wasn't that big. It was like, I'm showing Jason, it was probably the size of like a... A Nilla wafer. A Nilla wafer, totally. But like like a cylinder, like a deep one because it's a Rice Krispie Treat. Regular Rice Krispie Treat volume, Nilla wafer... Circumference. Circumference, yes. Um, I eat it and then I am at home in my <laughs> car. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, it gets, it gets crazy. Um, well, okay. So... And crazy and like it's this is a funny story to tell, but like I fucking I can't do this. Like clearly. Get on with it. So um <laughs> so after twenty minutes more of setup. Um no, so I get home and I go I am higher than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> like this is not good. Um my whole family's at my house right now. It's like late at night, so they're probably in bed, but they're still all here. Mm-hmm. So I just got to get up to my room as normal as possible. <laughs> like, okay. And I parked in a different parking spot also, which threw me. But I, like, shut my door. And then I know I just walked so weirdly stiff into my house. I looked probably like an animated scarecrow. Like, that was, like, just trying to, like, get in the house as fast as possible. And by some miracle, I get in the house and the baby gate is down. And I so I just, like, beeline upstairs. Um, hoping that no one will see me. I immediately get to my room and everything is like rounding off. So it kind of looks like, uh, like a cartoon almost like my Mm. depth perception was really started to get really weird after I got into my room. So everything seemed like I was in like an orb of everything. Um, also <laughs> my brain, it felt like it was like getting bigger and getting smaller. So I felt like everything was like, like I was moving in and out of everything really fast, like rocking back and forth rapidly. And fuck? I was like, holy shit, I am so high. <laughs> no, this is bad. Okay. Just feed Gus. And it would only go back to normal when I stood up and would pace my room and go, look, you're in your room. You're fucking fine, dude. You're fine. <laughs> like everything's okay. Pet Gus a little too hard, you know, cause I'm freaking out. <laughs> and then I feed him and I go, 
I am so hungry. I need to eat something. <laughs> like, I don't, I have to. So I, like, go downstairs, and I immediately find an f- entire bag of those Lay's potato chips, the just regular ones. You know, the classic yellow bag, like, chips. That's it. And I just go, this will do. And I take <laughs> it, and I beeline back upstairs, and I get to the hall. And if you know me, you know that my hearing is pretty bad. Um, I step into the hallway, and at the end of my hallway, one side is uh, my room, and the other side is my um, parents' room. And I could hear everything they were saying in that room, like because they were like crying and talking about the funeral the next day, as if I was standing between them, like hyper hearing. Whoa! Um, so to the point where I stopped and st- and just stared at that door, like, oh my god. That's crazy. How am I hearing this like this? And then I like stood there for, I swear to God, like 10 minutes. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming I could probably ask them like, oh, you guys were crying in your room, huh? Like maybe I was just like, I could probably faintly hear it. But then also like my brain is just interpreting it as louder. Yeah. Um, But I was staring down the hallway and the hallway was just getting longer and longer as I stared at it. And then I realized I'd been standing there for like 10 minutes, just like mouth agape (laughs) staring down the hallway. And I was like, if anyone sees me right now, the jig is up and I will be caught. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Just go to your room, dude. And so I just went to the room and opened the bag of chips. And then 30 minutes later, I realized that I had been sitting on the edge of my bed, like just barely touching it. And I had eaten three quarters of this bag of chips and with like just not stopping. Like every time my hand like released the chips into my mouth, it went back in and had another <laughs> handful. Like I was like cartoonishly scooping them into my mouth and freaking out, watching everything just like round off and feeling like I was being like, like I was, f- I f- felt like I was flying through the air. Like my room was like not attached to anything. And I was like, on like some Star Trek ship, not even Star. For some reason it was really put in Star Trek in my brain. Um, Jeez. I felt like I was just fucking catapulting through the air. Um, and so then I was like, okay, I ate all those and was like, holy fuck, I ate a whole bag of Lay's potato chips. Maybe I just I just go to bed, dude. Just go to bed. <laughs> um, and so I like took off all my clothes and I get in bed and I'm laying there on my back and I'm like gripping my mattress because I feel like I'm <laughs> flying through the air. Like I seriously was like, uh, like I ser- I felt like I vividly felt like I was like I had been sh- like like I was being pressed by the force of the wind on my mattress, flying like vertically through the air with like mattress just on my back, holding onto it because I was gonna fall off. Brain still like expanding and contracting crazily, and the thought I had is Austin, when people ingest a lot of just like fucking weed they always get fucking crazy like this and they think that they're dying and they never are they're (laughs) always fine no one has died from weed dude no one and so i was like cool and immediately that thought finishes and i out loud went but what if i'm the first one (laughs) (laughs) and i was like the night before my fucking grandma's funeral catapulting through the air like i felt like my hair was like moving from the wind like and then i just went Oh my god, I'm gonna puke. Um, and I got up to the bathroom and like, oof, like stumbled into the bathroom and put my head over the toilet and went to puke and went, oh, I'm not gonna puke. I think I just have to poop. And I get up and as soon as I sit on the toilet, I go, no, it's puke, and my mouth just fills with puke. And I turn, oh. made it in the toilet perfectly, and just like collapsed on the side of it, like, Ugh. oh god. And then the next, I threw up again. Maybe ten seconds later. But this throw up came from like, I felt it in my deep stomach come out of nowhere. Like it was a sensation I had never felt. Like normally when you're throwing up, you feel it like kind of in your throat, you know? And that's how you're like, oh, I'm going to throw up. Like Mm -hmm. I can feel, like it's already there. There's no avoiding it at this point. Um, This was like 
there was nothing ready for it and it just shot up and I throw it all up and it was just like probably 80% blood. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? I know. I know. Oh. And I was like, oh. <laughs> that's probably the worst thing you could see. Dude. It was all over my fucking face and like teeth and in my mustache and beard and everything. And I was oh my like, God, uh, dude, uh, rationally now. Okay. So let's uh, now that I have been away from, well, let me finish the story and then I'll, okay. Well, no, this is a nice little asterisk. What a fucking so, twist, dude. Jesus I throw Christ. up a, f- it's so much blood too. It was like, that was more throw up than the first one. And I was like, uh, 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 uh. And then I was like, I am the one who dies. Yeah. Like I'm the one who fucking dies now. Like thing. And then I was like, "Holy fuck! Our house is haunted. All this shit is happening, and I'm so high. And my grandma's dead. And like, and now I'm dying too. And like, it was all like it was all in the toilet and like kind of all on the seat and everything. Oh my! God. And then just fucking all like I looked at myself in the mirror and it was all over my I feel face. Like I'm about to throw up, dude. Dude, it was fucking gross. So, um, what I what I have rationalized it now from talking to people is number one, my first friend. Um, who I asked about it, my friend Katie, she was on here. She said, oh, well, um, if your throat's not coated and ready to throw up, um, like with saliva and stuff, your body prepares. If your body's not ready for it and you throw up like deeply like that, it'll, it probably just shredded your esophagus on the way up. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, if, I, if that was it, then okay. Because I threw up once before. And then I went, I also did throw up an entire bag of Lay's potato chips that were clearly not, di- probably not digested. <laughs> so just so like, I think it just like shredded me up on the first one and then it shredded me up so bad that all that blood probably went straight into my stomach and my body went no dude and like made me that is what i hope it was well does your insides hurt like no i feel fine now like feel like cuts in your throat and shit no not at all now like i even sound like the same you couldn't tell but i mean did you feel like that oh like then uh no like or just like did it feel like your throat was cut up or like the your like esophagus was not really I mean, uh, it's hard to it's hard to say at that point. Like, I was not in the place to analyze more. More, I just had a. What about deep... like the next day? Like, nope. Not okay. next That's day. I didn't. F- there was nothing. Uh, nope. The only reason I know that that was real is I'll tell you at the end of the story why. Um, you didn't not flush even... and the toilet was continues. No, I flushed the toilet and everything. I flushed the toilet and I go, holy fuck, man! And I go and get back in bed and I just fetally curl up, totally nude, on the top of my bed and pass out. Um, <laughs> like flying through the air like like i just went like you just gotta fall asleep dude just fall asleep <laughs> i fall asleep and i wake up the next day like okay uh and i the only thing i worried about is when i woke up i sat up and went oh my god am i still high and i was like nope not at all cool totally normal fuck that was like and i out loud like looked at gus because i talked to my cat all the time and said like dude last night that was wild man mm-hmm. i can't believe i thought all that stuff walk into the bathroom look at my face fucking covered in blood oh. just dried into all my facial hair all over my fucking <laughs> teeth all down me and i was like i looked like i had just like fucking gorged on like an animal carcass dude Jeez. it was i i looked like like a someone from a fucking rob zombie did you take a picture no no i freaked out dude and just got in the shower and like washed it all like watched it just come off me in like mm-hmm. fucking chunks Mm. Um, well, it's because it was, like, dry. That's oh, it. Oh, God, you're really going to make me throw up, dude. Please don't throw up. Um, like, really, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Okay, well, please don't, because <laughs> um, it might be blood. Uh, Man, I'm going to try not to, but fuck, dude. Like, So this is that's where that ends. Is there any more gross parts to this? No. Okay. I clean up, and I'm totally fine. Um, I go, I deliver. A f- like, even the idea of you cleaning up makes me want to throw up. The yeah. fact that you have to clean up. I know. 
is like it's making me like a little bit. Well, creepy. I was just fucking thankful that my family didn't come in to wake me up that morning. But naked, co- but naked, covered in blood on the bed, like uh, <laughs> blood all over my mouth. Like so, they'd be like, "What the fuck did Austin do?" Like I would have just like woken up to handcuffs going on. Like I was so fucking thankful that that morning, like I had set a. Somehow, high Austin had been like set an alarm, dude. You have to set an alarm. Yeah, because you're like Austin. We gotta go to the funeral. Yeah, because I'm giving like a speech at the funeral and everything. Um, I was totally fine the next day. I felt no effects of it or anything, which was great. I just got a crazy ass story. Um, and I've like I told um I've told people that I know that like actively do like that and stuff a lot. And I when I tell them that they're like, whoa, what? And I'm like, yeah, right. Like clearly, I should not be doing this. Like this, that's all I needed. Like yeah. the one, like crazy fucking alone. I'm this is it for me moment to go. Like yeah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like thanks though. Uh, clearly, I could not handle anything. Because um, then the next day, I kept having that like, mm, what if I am still high though? I don't think I am. But what if I? What if I? What if I was just imagining this? And like clearly, I was like. Clearly, I'm not. But what if? So yeah. So that was that story. Um, yeah, I lived though. Thank that's, God. That's I'm not going to do that again. Uh, that's a pretty crazy story, man. And then it made me worry because I know two uh, two of my friends went to that show, and they got edibles because when you pay five dollars to get in, they give you one. And one of them was like, "I can't have this. I'm a teacher." So the guy was like, "Oh well, give me yours, then. I'll take both." And then I wanted to text him and be like. Are you okay? (laughs) I had one. (laughs) You had two in your possession. Uh, He probably is more used to it or knows. Yeah, I mean, like, most people then were like, you don't eat a whole one. And I was like, whoa, fuck. (laughs) And I really, because, like, in hindsight, on the way to the funeral and everything, I was like, fuck, that's a funny story. Like, Like, I'm glad, like, it's like, it's like movie setup, like night before funeral does this. So every when I like before the funeral, people were like, "Oh, how are you doing?" I wanted to go like, "I want to tell you so bad how I'm doing right now, but I just can't. <laughs> like, I can't until later." Um, that was uh, that's what happened to me. And then I gave a gr- uh, my speech at the funeral was cool. The funeral was really nice and everything. One thing people did keep coming up to me and going like, "Ah, oh, you you know." That was such a good performance that you gave. And I was like, that wasn't a performance. I got up there and just talked about my grandma. Like, I didn't even write it. I got up there because I was like, I just want to talk. I just want to say everything that I feel about this. And people were like, it hurts my feelings that people were like, that was a good performance. And I was like, it wasn't. That's not, I don't want it. But I did, as soon as I grabbed the mic, I like shifted into the stance that I have when I do stand up. And I had to go like, no, like get out of it. And then a couple things I said still got laughs and I wanted to go, please stop. Like, I don't want that. I want you. I want you to understand that everyone else's speech is going to be really sweet and have all these nice things to say. And I just, I want to be as serious as possible and say, like, look at all these amazing things that this person did, and how, and how ever, so many people are here right now, and how like just fucking cool that is. Yeah. Um, rather than be like, oh, and she was so crazy and stuff. And I had like, a, like a couple things where I was like, oh, like I will never forget this like semi funny thing. But I was like, I don't want. I'm not here to get laughs from you. Right. Um, yeah, that's what happened to me though. The dude, oh my God. See, the story shifts from being like, oh, that's kind of funny and crazy. And then I go, and then I threw up a ton of blood and everyone goes, what? Yeah. Wait, what? And I'm like, I know. That's crazy. I, I was scared. Yeah. And everyone goes, well, what did you eat that was red? And I was like, nothing. Yeah. Nothing in the last two days before then. 
Damn. Um, because I actively thought about it. I was like, what did I eat? Nothing. Yeah. That night I had eaten literally nothing. That's seriously is so crazy. I know. That's yeah. awesome though. Yeah. I mean, it was like an experience for sure. One that I was like, well, glad I did it alone. Glad it's something that I clearly don't want to do again. Yeah. Um, I feel like I hit it right at a time where I was like, this is a prime time for me to do this right now. So, um, like I just needed that mental excuse to go like, Oh, your grandma's funerals tomorrow, buddy. Like you're allowed this thing, <laughs> which is fucking stupid of me. That just like speaks to my, like, I need a reason to like break a rule kind of thing. Yeah. It's all good. Oh man. Uh, the other weekend I, uh, went uh, to Berkeley. Uh huh. Did I told you about this? Berkeley. Uh, yeah. Well, I know that you went there. Yeah. And I want to move there. You did tell me that too, which I think is a fucking cool idea. Yeah, I really want to move there. Mm-hmm. Why? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great there. Yeah. Can I pose you this question before you get into that, though? Yeah. I feel like Berkeley is hard for me to say this about because it is so close and I like it so much and it's mm-hmm. a feasible thing. But, like, a lot of people say that they want to, like, when they go on vacation, they're always like, I want to move here, you know? Do you mm-hmm. think you maybe have that? Because, like, I hear that every time I'm on vacation from, like, someone. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, Not to, like, put a fucking damper no, on it. Because yeah, that's no, why I was no. like, because Berkeley's, I don't think, the same. Yeah, I mean. Because it is so, like, But I was also thinking about that. I was right like, I, do, I, do I actually want to move here or do I just want to spend a lot of time here? Mm-hmm. I was like, I could just go here on the weekends. That's true. And not move here. Yeah. But, but also, then, like. But then also I could just move there and, like, just do that every day. Yeah, well, that's what I thought about Seattle, where I was like, mm, do I just like it because I'm getting to hang out with Carlo and Danny, or do I really think that this is a place that I would want to live? And then after like a lot of consideration, I was like, no, that is a place I would love to live. Yeah, it's a place I probably can't because there's no work for me there. But like, I would love to live there. Yeah, the, like the thing about Berkeley that's really cool, at least around the area that I was at, which was around the university. Yes, um, is yeah. that it's just full of kids. Yeah, full of college kids, and it was like fuck this is like really awesome mm-hmm. like being around this much like youth yeah man it's like it's like very it's something that i didn't really know existed or really i guess i knew it existed obviously i have to i know that that's there a place where there's just a bunch of kids because they all go to college there but like well yeah but you also like didn't re- like you went to like las Vegas for a little bit but like that's also different it's not like a college like town. heavy town yeah like you weren't in a college neighborhood yeah exactly and like it was like crazy i was like holy shit i didn't i never experienced this before and i didn't realize how awesome it was and i was like i want to be in this because like then the next day i like come or like when i got home and like went to panama i was like sitting in there and i was like i was like oh fuck this isn't a, this isn't cool at all like this is actually lame Ooh, whoa, this actually shit. sucks like, i was about to say like that's why i think panama is such a a place people like so much in our like little uh age range or whatever our little group of people because it is sort of like an isolated college thing almost I, it just feels like a sad attempt at it, honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like the like, best there's version. A, there, like, I, we, I went to a coffee shop like a couple times there. It was called um, Strata, I think it was called, uh-huh. or Strata, Probably something Strata. like that. Something along those lines. Um, it was like literally right across the street from 
from UC Berkeley, it, and it was on the it was on the south side okay. of UC Berkeley, um, and it literally it's right across the street. And like every time I went there, I think we went there three times, and like every time I went there, it was filled, filled up with college students. Yep, every place is filled up with people all the time. It's like trying to go to Phil's Coffee in San Jose, right next to the university, where I'm just like. Mm could wait in this line of 60 people or i could just go get a less good cup of coffee (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean and that was the thing was like it wasn't overcrowded it was just like it was just like there was just kids studying and like but like the outside seating area is like big and like it's like filled up with people and like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like it wasn't like overcrowded it wasn't uncomfortable it was like it felt so good and like it felt safe because like Everybody's just like they're doing their own thing, and like yeah. I don't know, like you were around people that you felt were like you. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. like I'm home. Anytime I go to places like that, I do always it, that the thing it always invokes in me the most is like I wish I had just moved for college. Yeah, like we, not that I wish that also. I love Livermore, and I'm so happy with the life that I have lived. Totally honest with you, but like it does make me go like I do like this. I wish I had that. Yeah. I wish I had had that experience. Yeah, I oh yeah, because totally. like the I, friends I've made in college are like incredible. Yeah. It's like that's where I went. Like, wow, look at these. Like, how many high school relationships do I have still? Two. You, <laughs> Victoria, and I was like, how many will I have from college? Way fucking more. Yeah, like I, I being there with Daniel is who I went and stayed with. Yeah, and he lives like four blocks away from the school, and so it's so sick. He has like a cool little apartment that he rented that he rents with like two friends that he met at mm-hmm. college last year and then they decided like to live together yeah. this year and like I, I like stayed there with them and i was just like fuck dude i was like i didn't know that it was like this yeah right like they're studying things that they're passionate about and like i'm like yeah fuck man like i had no idea that it could be like this right nobody told me yeah it's because ever it's because like the general consensus i think is like oh you go to college and you know you like take the smart classes so you can like get a job that's good and everything but like when you meet people in that sect like like i said when i got there and i was like no i'm gonna write like i know fucking write. i hate that that is who i hang out with now are fucking writers Mm -hmm. like even like okay so one person i didn't meet through that my friend kaylee um, I met her at Starbucks, but you know what? She's like, she runs one of the best fucking websites now. That's like a political, social, like article website. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking incredible. And so we talk about, we talk about things like that. And we've just like, I found this group of people now that I'm like, oh, these are people who don't go like, oh, well, what are you going to do with that? They go like, yeah, isn't it fucking great? Yeah. Or like when, like Selma said this once we were walking around downtown San Jose one day, we were walking into this like diner that looked like it was from a quentin tarantino movie just to get a plate of french fries and she was like isn't it crazy that like we're literally like that our dreams are attainable because we are doing them right now like we are literally doing Mm -hmm. what we like the thing that we want to do we you and i are on this show and i went whoa yeah that is fucking crazy like i never in until she went isn't it nuts that the dream that we share is attainable because you and I are both doing this right now. Yeah. That I go like, holy, f- yeah, you're right. Like, and and it's that same thing where I'm like, wow, like I have like that tiny comedy squad of me, Selma, and my friend Grayson, and we. It's just you're surrounded by people that want to do some fucking facet of the thing you want to do. Yeah, and it's 
it's and the people who give a shit about the things that you do and the things that they're doing too. Yeah. Like that's why like the podcasts that I do like I'm very like I like to talk about because those people want to they'll go like, "Oh, I would love to listen to that. That's awesome." Yeah. And I get those those are people who like talk to me about it too when they're like, "I listen to your podcast." I think like when you said this it was really fucking funny or like this was anything like that and i just go like fucking cool thank you yeah um the other part of that uh i will say the other half of that coin though is like you're seeing like of the like you're seeing all these people working on what they're passionate about and Mm, stuff mm -hmm. um is so like you see all that cool stuff because daniel's like found the guys he likes who are probably really good and they like like he respects them in that way yeah, no, I know. Well, I, I don't know them that well. Sure. But I'm saying, like, he found them and he respects them and he likes what they're doing, so they live together. He's probably in classes with a bunch of people where they say things and he probably goes, like, what the fuck? Like, oh, yeah. Um, sure. So that's the other half is I'm always also sitting there going, like, you will never work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you will never do this. Yeah, no, but for the most part, like... I, I and Berkeley's you know, probably different, too. I don't know. I mean, it just, you know, it's just the the vibes that were there were, like... Fucking just great. Just, like, really good vibes, like... I think I told you this. Like I was sitting on his couch the end of the day on Sunday mm-hmm. before I left and and like I felt so like emotional. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And like I can't I've told a couple of people this and so I apologize if this is the second time you're hearing this because it probably makes it seem less genuine, but like the way that I was thinking about it is 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 that is like it I felt emotional and normally like the word emotional is attached to like negative feelings i think like yeah. sadness or like you know like it's usually ha- it usually has like a a negative connotation but like i get emotional when i watch that little girl play that ukulele thing on whatever x factor got yeah that one yeah that i don't know good whenever she plays it when she gets to that last part i always go like the fuck like <laughs> it literally like it moves me yeah like yeah that's how i i, I mean i don't know that's i mean that's a, a low-key version that's what i'm saying like you know how you feel in that it's, now times that by more because I mean I don't Jason know if it's more people. I don't know if it's more I don't know it's just different I don't it makes know makes you emotional it, yeah it's just a, it's a happy emotional though. yeah it was like well that good. that one I go like that's a happy emotional yeah yeah because yeah. I'm watching her fucking live her fucking straight yeah. up dream yeah yeah I know what you mean I love watching X Factor videos on yeah. YouTube I get sucked into a hole and when I just they go watch like them. yes yeah and I go like this is the bomb I know I I know they've definitely nailed that formula anyway so yeah I was sitting on the couch and I was just like fuck man like I feel so like. <coughs> Excuse me. It's okay. <coughs> Wish we had one of those cough buttons. Damn. Inhaled some spit. That hurt. That cough hurt. Don't throw up no blood. <clears throat> oh fuck! That really hurt. I'm sorry. Um, I felt really like, yeah, just like really, really good and really like this is what I want to feel like all the time. It was just like how I felt there, and it was like content, and it was like this really weird feeling of like. I really got the sense there that there was nothing like I just felt like there was no rush or like no real like it was a weird thing it was you like had time. it was like you can yeah I had time yeah it was like you can do whatever you want right now and it was like but you don't have to do anything also you could just still sit here and like when you decide you want to do something then you could just do it it sounds weird but like it was just so content I was like sitting there looking out the window and I was just like, fuck, this is really cool. Like we walked back to the house and as we were walking back there before I was sitting on the couch, like we were walking past this coffee shop and Dylan, one of Daniel's roommates, like walked to the coffee shop and was like, Hey, Hair? what's up guys? Yeah. yeah. 
was like, hey, what's up? And we would, like, talk to him for a little while. And then, like, and then Kurt, his other roommate, was, like, walking down the street towards us. And we, like, action star. Yeah, we all, like, met right there on the, on the sidewalk. And we were, like, talking, like, oh, what you, and we were asking, like, what are you guys doing? And they were, like, Kurt was, like, oh, I'm coming down here to meet Dylan. And then Dylan was, like, and I just bought some food from this place. And then me and Daniel were, like, we're walking back up to the house. And then this this girl comes down the street riding her bike, Elena, and she was like, hey, 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 guys. And I was like, and we were like, oh, hey, Elena. Like, there's this is this other girl that I met this mm-hmm. weekend. Or the last weekend, rather. And she skid stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was like, she was like, hey, what's up? What, what's everybody doing? And then we were like, oh, blah, blah, blah. We were like talking. And then she was like, we were like, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm just moving coffee shops. She was like, I was up there, but it was a little dark in there. So I'm going to go down to Strata. And then we were like, oh, we were just at Strata, like like that's so funny and we're going up to the house now and then like we were like okay bye everybody and then everybody like went their separate ways and then like we went up to the house and i sat down on the couch and i was just like fucking a man like, that was that's like a sitcom like end of series part where they just go like all right bye and everybody was just like nice and just like cool like like mm-hmm. that's awesome like just just like happy to be there yeah, like, and just like, like berkeley berkeley's like untainted by the like mountain that is google dude like it just like really it it did it's just like i don't know it's, it's like so a nice weird. village filled with yeah. like academics yeah filled, like it's like a scholar like a wizard camp that really is what it was like there was a time where we were walking to a place i can't remember where we were going but i was like on the outside of this conversation that dylan kurt and daniel were having and it was like this crazy it was a crazy conversation and i was like I just like got a glimpse into like these people's lives and I was like uh-huh. these three guys just walk around here and just have conversations like this all, all day every day and I was like this is fucking cool. And it was like this just like a crazy conversation about like perception and like social constructs and how like everything is basically a construct. Yeah. And like Daniel's arguing for that and that Kurt and Dylan were arguing against it and like everybody had good points and I was just like on the outside of it like holy shit I'm fucking dumb dude I was like wait what's a construct <laughs> I mean like a construction worker <laughs> I mean like with the I, yellow knew, hat? I knew I mean I'm just joking I knew what it was but there was parts of it where I was like I don't understand this part and that would well, that, and that was fine that doesn't matter but anyways it was just really cool like I really liked it and I was like I want to go back there right now and I want to be there right now that makes me happy it makes me happy to hear that. Yeah. Like it literally like warms the inside of me to like to hear about that and just go like I'm. That makes me. It makes me happy to hear you going like saying like, I was so happy to be there and I felt so content, <clears throat> looking out the window and having this moment where everyone just kind of like crashed into each other and then just went okay well bye and like yeah. did their thing and it just felt good. It was like not like oh I feel like I have to invite that. Like yeah. there was none of that. It was just like, all right, cool. Yeah. It's just it was just everyone seemed everyone had the best intentions. And everybody was just like doing their own thing and is like it's just like ugh, I don't know how to explain everyone it. Everyone has their There's, lane. There was so many like little nuances about it and I just loved everything about it. And I just want to be in that. And you're and you're probably right. Probably I don't know if moving there is like a is like the right way to go about like continuing that you know what i mean like it may be a better thing to just like experience once in a while huh. and just like have that little like nugget that i can just sort of like but maybe not <laughs> go to every once in a while but like yeah i was like fuck i want to do this every day i do honestly i think at this point like at my life i've come like to the realization where i think like i think moving away is like a big part of just like 
becoming content. Yeah. Like, because you can, like, move back. Yeah. But, like, I think finding that place that you go, whoa, I think think this is where I want to go. Like, is, like, finding... It's like finding a home. Yeah, sure. I was, so. I was like, I was, I was sort of like, uh, thinking like, maybe I should like quit my job. I mean, and just, yeah, and just maybe. move there and just live off of the money that I have saved up. You could. Just for like a year or something. And then still have like a decent amount of money saved up after that. Like not, it probably, shit. I probably wouldn't How like. Fuck much money do you have? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a lot. Fuck um, you. <laughs> I, I mean, think no, about good it. Like, for you. Think good about it like you. this. I got paid once a week every week last year, and I put every paycheck into a savings account, and I didn't buy anything Holy really. Shit. Good for you. I really didn't spend any money last year, at all. Dude, good for you. Barely any. Like zero dollars not that's not true ed but like 90 like percent of the food is like yeah it. like 90 percent of the money that i made last year i saved good for you man and so it's like i don't want to see that money just get like sort of used pissed away but you're also you're not yeah but and i would use the time and i, I mean i say that i would do this and i don't know that i would be able to do it but i would use the time obviously to like work on all of these projects and ideas that I have that I'm always that I've always said like I want to do this stuff like I have like I have literally like things that I want to make irons I, in like, the fire uh, yeah I have like books that I want to make and I have like you know this whole laser cutting thing that I want to do and like like just I have a lot of things that I like want to try to do <clears throat> but I but it's easy to find like excuses not to do them right now well that's because we're plagued by the social construct that is capitalism yeah yeah, and like like I said, I mean, I would hate for just all of that that money that I saved up to just sort of be used because it it was being saved for something bigger. But I don't know if that necessarily is like bad. Well, I don't know if that thing is actually even really what I want. Right? It, it's a weird position to be in when all of a sudden you go like, oh, yeah, maybe that's not it's. That's not what I thought I wanted. Yeah. I mean, I do definitely want it, but I don't know. It's hard to, it's a hard thing to like figure out, you know, like. I also truly believe that if you did that, that money, if you, if you even took that year and lived off of that money and had no money at the end and didn't complete a project, I don't think you wasted that time, dude. I think you fucking went, you fucking lived. Yeah. Like that's not wasted time. That's more projects. Yeah. That's more that's you lived a life worth commenting on. Sure. Yeah, I mean, which is the most important thing yeah. besides like loving people. Yeah, like, which fucking, is live a life worth commenting on and be kind. Yeah. And that's sort and of is fuck polite. That's like sort of the other place that I'm at right now is that is that like like loving people thing. I feel like that's something that like I haven't really um like done at all the past like six years of my life mm-hmm. the past 22 years 23 years of my life my whole life i feel like mm. i haven't really like very guarded <clears throat> yeah very guarded and very like unwilling to to like to let people know that i love them mm-hmm. which is horrible yeah i mean yeah you know like that's fucking horrible because the people that are closest to me i love very much and like i mean i think i don't know if those people know it i hope they know it <clears throat> because if they're 
the people that I see the most often are the people who are closest to me, and those are the people that I love with all my heart, and those are the people who I wish the best things for, but, you know, I just never really show it. And right. I want, and, and I want to, like, I want to, like, show it. Yeah. And yeah. Get, and get good at showing it, too, because I feel like it's something that I, something I think that takes practice. Yeah, it does. things do. For I mean, sure. I don't know. It's easy to, t- it's easy to say, like, it takes practice because it's, like, something that I haven't done, you know? Like, so mm-hmm. it's, like, that's sort of as, like, an excuse. More it takes so, effort than anything. It takes, yeah, effort. That's a good way of saying it, too. Like, yeah. So, I, so I don't know. And I feel like doing doing this doing that would like sort of encourage me to meet new people and like and like yeah share share with them yeah share love with them yeah share part of your life with that person yeah it's cool with just any you know just new people in general i don't know that's what yeah i love like i just love that like i'm so much happier when i'm like practicing that and like putting that in there and going and being like, Oh, I just look like, let's make a friend. And yeah, like even share like a, that tiny, like not like, I don't have to have some fucking serious ass friendship with everyone, yeah. but I can just go like, Oh, this conversation was great for like, some reason, man. And that's so hard for me to do. Like just the other day, like I was sitting in Panama and a guy came up and tried to talk to me about something that I'm passionate about. Uh-huh. And I just like, couldn't do it. Anti-gay rights. <laughs> no, like it was the Glowforge. It was the laser cutter that I mm. backed. And he was like asking me about it. And I was just like, I just couldn't open up to him. And I just was so huh. like guarded and was so like, so like sort of standoffish. And I was like, fuck, why am I acting like this right now? It's like, it's a, I'm talking about something that I enjoy. Like I, I don't need to act like this to mm. this guy. He's just trying to be like nice and have a conversation yeah. with me. But for some reason I couldn't, I couldn't like, take down that like barrier and like be sort of vulnerable and show my passion about it with him or share my passion about it with him because first i don't know why but for some reason i just like it was hard it was like oh you're gonna get a laser cutter and then i just sort of was like sort of like rude about it and was just like hmm. like yeah like like yeah bitch yeah like not it didn't you were just that. like yeah yeah exactly i was like yeah and yeah, it was like it's, it was like a defense thing and it's, afterwards, I was like, "Fucking like, it's because people like like to make fun of people for fucking being excited about things." And I think that's honestly is what it is. Like, I think I was that happened to me enough times. It's and not like, cool to seem like you like something or that you tried or yeah, anything. and like yeah, you just gotta like it's gotta be natural and just very like ah uh, yeah you know. And I'm tr- I try so hard to like fight that. You know what I mean? I try so hard to fight that, but like. It still is like it's, hard. it's ingrained in me to like be, to like get defensive about it and yeah. be like 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 yeah which i don't want to be like that and and like i'm sure this guy now thinks that i'm a dick and it's like fuck i want to love to i want to like talk about it with you and like show mm-hmm. that i care about it and like hear what you have how. to say about it yeah it's like yeah i just don't know how yeah and shit i don't know he was like he and he was like excited about it he was like dude when you get it can i like help you set it up and i was like whoa and i was like i was just like didn't know what to do or like how, how did i was like oh it's already pretty much set up like when you get it like sorry bro <laughs> he was like oh okay like can i can i like pay you to let me print stuff on it and i was like i was like oh, yeah i don't know i handled the situation horribly i just didn't i just couldn't I don't it's know. a hard situation though also that is that is i mean it's just like dude that mm, 
Come, I don't know you. Yeah, like, it, it was sort of like that, but also like he, he was could just be being, some chronic breaker. He was just being <laughs> he was just being nice and like also passionate about it. And he also laser cut stuff, and he was like, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. So I, basically, the point of it is, is that like, you know, I feel like a lot of the time you get stuck in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like. Um, sort of sometimes in relationships, you can get stuck being the person you were when the relationship first started. I feel like sort of at the coffee shop, I'm sort of known as this thing, which might, it, it sounds sort of conceited that like, oh, I'm known as this thing, but like, you are, but like at the coffee shop, there's, I'm sure that I put off a certain presence mm-hmm. and like, and if one day I decided to not act the way that I usually act, yeah, people we, would yeah, be they like, would notice. Yeah. Say, why what's going on? Same thing in like the relationship, right? If one day I decided to act differently than I've been acting for, it would be noticed forever. It would be noticed and it would be weird. And so it's like, sometimes like you get stuck in this way, like I'm sure it happens at, it happens at places of work, you know, mm-hmm. it happens at school. It happened like if you're the like quiet kid in the class and then all of a sudden one day you want to be the loud kid in the class, it's like. Wait, what the you're fuck is going back. on? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it's like, so then you just stay that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're because you're afraid of like somebody calling somebody calling you out for busting out. Really, is yeah. what it is. So it's like, and I feel like that's what like moving away sort of allows you to do is like you reinvent yourself. Sort of reinvent yourself, yes. And then even when you come back, you can be that new reinvented person because then it's like, because then it's like. The difference is justified. You know what I mean. The difference in you is justified. Like if oh, I'm now different at the coffee shop, like, it's like yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Then it's like makes sense in people's heads. It's not mm-hmm. just like a weird like why today are you different and yesterday you were that way. It's like yeah. oh no, I haven't seen you in a year. You moved away and now I understand why you're different. Like because you fucking something happened to you while you were away. I don't know. You got raped or something. Who you knows? Yeah, yeah, it's like go, like no one questions the soldier who comes back from Afghanistan different. It's the same thing, just like not as traumatic. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and so that's also another reason, part of me, why I want to like move away. To go see away. Afghanistan. Just, no, just like <laughs> move to a new place, move to Berkeley. Yeah, and just think, go like I'm different. Yeah, like who do I want to be? I want to be that loving, nice, open person. Yeah, the I person who here. I know that I like am. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just like it like, takes away the work of having to break out of that facade and just go like this yeah. is who I am. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's all. It's all a lot of a lot of thoughts stirring around in my head recently. Yeah, man. But I think that's good, and I think you're at a good place to jump off and make your life the way you want it to be. Yeah, sounds like. I think so too. I have a uh, one more quick idea. Yeah, that I want to talk about. This is a long one. It's longer. <laughs> it's not long? the longest. We're at one twenty-one. Maybe I'll save this. What do you think? How long is it? Is it a discussion? Yeah. Okay, let's save it then. Because okay. <laughs> I want to do, I want to have a good discussion about it, but I don't want it to go too long. Okay. Well, All right, cool. on that one, guys, um, thank you for listening. This was a good one, I think for sure. Yeah. Um, I'd agree. I, it made me happy to hear, so I hope it makes you guys happy. Uh, subscribe and share this with your friends or <clears> something <throat> or anything. Yeah. Any way you want to support this podcast is great. We're. I mean, tell your friends, find us on Stitcher, find us on fucking iTunes, find us on just our website, borderlifepodcast.com. You can see me and all my comedy happenings on austinblaylock.com if you want to. Um, Stuff's going down. So exciting. Keep up there. Rate, subscribe, you know, all that stuff. Um, And uh, have fun and, I guess, break your mold. Have a good one, folks. Talk to you guys next week.